Georgia. It's really the big day everywhere, but specifically all eyes on Georgia today. And man, they it's busy. It's a busy day. Listen to this. Listen to what's going on in Georgia already. Listen. Listen, the Democrats are already printing up all the extra ballots they need to ensure a victory for Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. This is this is live audio from Stacey Abrams' basement where they have the ballots and they're being printed and they've got the trucks up. So let's go outside and see what's happening. The trucks are already warming up. To, yeah, there they go. They're ready. They're going to load those puppies up with hundreds of thousands of extra ballots. Uh, and in, in case they need them, it's only a contingency plan. It's only, you know, well, if for some reason David Perdue and Kelly Leffler uh, get more votes, then they'll then they'll call in the trucks. Yeah, you can, you can turn off the engine for just a minute. Then they'll call in the trucks and say, hey, we need we need a water main break. You know, get out there with the hair. Somebody break the water main. We need to stop the voting for just a minute. Uh, we got to get those trucks in there with those ballots in the middle of the night. Um, you know, hide them under the tables. We know how we're hiding them under the tables until uh, everybody goes away. And then when everyone's asleep, we'll pull them out. Anyway, what's up? This is a very special election, uh, runoff election edition of the Mark K Show. Uh, my name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today. 855-765-1045. And in addition... In addition to our regular audience here in Jacksonville on 104.5 WOKV, and in addition to our massively large online audience at Facebook, on Twitch, on Twitter, and on YouTube, and in addition to everyone listening on our, our live mobile app, 104.5 WOKV, we also welcome listeners from WDBO in Atlanta, uh, w, in Orlando, WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and KRMG in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're very excited to have all of you people uh, joining us today and we are going listen we're going to have a lot of fun today because it's a fun day but we should also remember that it's a very it is also a very serious day today we have a lot of business at stake for the entire country in fact the future of the united states of america and the fate of our 250 year old republic is going to be decided by a handful of voters in a runoff election in a state that has proven that holding free and fair elections with clear and decisive outcomes, that ain't really their thing. Growing peaches, not a problem. Blowing massive leads in the Super Bowl, piece of cake. But election security has been a problem for Georgia. And the state leadership, they're weak. They're spineless. They're partisan. They are dangerously inept. And they've planted seeds of doubt and mistrust in the entire election process. Millions of mail-in ballots and questionable counting procedures in counties across Georgia have spread doubt and anger about the legality of the election process throughout the Republican Party. Will the Democrats use dirty tricks and fraudulent screams to steal the Senate like they did the White House? Will the Republicans set aside their anger and animosity? Will they band together to save our constitutional republic? And when every ballot is counted, some probably counted several times, who will win? Kelly Leffler or Raphael Warnock? David Perdue or John Ossoff? Only time and the IT guys at Dominion Voting Systems will tell. This election is unlike any that has come before it. How one state votes will have massive consequences for the other 49. It's an election that will decide how 328 million Americans will live for the next four years. Never before in American history has so much power and responsibility been foisted upon a single contest. 
the entire nation is holding its breath to see what happens. The fate of the United States of America and indeed the entire world now rests in the hands of a small section of the country that is sometimes referred to as the goober state. Will they today rise above that unfortunate moniker or will angry, distrustful voters hand this nation over to the forces of evil? It's a battle for the soul of the nation. It's a battle for the future of America. It's a battle for the future of mankind. And it all takes place today, right now, in Georgia. God help us all. <laughs> Who knew? Who ever thought that Georgia, Georgia is where we would make our last stand as a, as a Democratic Republic? It's really amazing. But that's where we are today. And this is going, I mean, look. We don't know what's going to happen. The, the polls right now are telling you that it's even Steven. And if we know anything, if we've learned anything about the last couple of national elections, we know it's that you cannot trust the polls whatsoever. But if the polls have the race in a dead heat, that typically means it's good news for Republicans. If the polls have the Democrats winning by a landslide, well, that's also been actually good news for, Rep for Republicans. So we'll see what happens. But it, it all depends on who's going to get out there and vote. It all depends on how many millions of Republicans go out today because we know Republicans don't vote early. Republicans don't mail in their ballots. Republicans aren't the ones that, that you know, come out of the grave or come out of the morgue for that one miraculous day like Lazarus. You know, and they don't roll away the stone and go vote and then go back, you know, to uh, to live the rest of eternity in heaven. This is this is the day that Republicans will decide. Who will be in control of the Senate and how our Constitution will survive and if it will survive the First Amendment, but very importantly, the Second Amendment, what will happen with the economy, what will happen with the Supreme Court? Will it be stacked? Will the Supreme Court double in size if Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff take power in the Senate or will Kelly Leffler and David Perdue or just one of them? maintain Republican control of that institution, thus basically gridlocking Joe Biden and his entire socialist agenda for four years until we can get back into the White House and figure out uh, what the heck's going on. 855-765-1045. Now, a lot of important things went on yesterday in Georgia and are going on today in Georgia. Yesterday, President Donald Trump had a massive rally in Dalton, Georgia. I'm talking massive. One of the biggest rallies he's had since he started rallying, and he's had a lot of rallies. He's had hundreds of thousands of people going out in Dalton, Georgia, to see the president and support Kelly Leffler and David Perdue, who, of course, had to be absent due to COVID-19 protocols. Uh, but it was an incredible sight to see. So many patriots, so many Georgia conservatives, so many Republicans out there to show their support, not just for the president's agenda, not just for the GOP, but for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Kelly Leffler also showing support for the president by announcing yesterday she will join the 13 other senators who have said we will stand up for this country, we will stand up for democracy, we will object to the unconstitutional electors being sent to the Senate, being sent to the Congress for ratification by the states of Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Nevada, and of course, Georgia. She will stand with senators like uh, what Marsha Blackburn and Ted Cruz. And 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 Josh Hawley, she will stand with those senators and object to what happened uh, this year 
during the election on November 3rd. So that's exciting news. And that, I'll be honest with you, that shows right there that she is serious about the job. And that shows that she is willing to tell the people of Georgia, I understand what you voted for on November 3rd. I understand why 49.5% of you voted for David Perdue, which is another question I want to bring. If anyone knows the answer to this, I haven't done any research really in my life, but I haven't done any research on this. If anyone knows the answer, when they were recounting all those presidential ballots, when they recounted all the ballots for Donald Trump and for, uh, you know, and, and for Joe Biden, when they were going through and auditing the signatures and what have you, did any did anyone go back and recount David Perdue's election? Because he, he lost the 50. I mean, he won the election, but he lost the 50 percent margin by like. You can't see this because this it's radio, but I'm holding my thumb and my index finger like really, really close together. You can barely there's barely any space between there. He won by just that much or lost by that much, the 50 percent margin. So I'm thinking if they went back and did a recount of those votes, maybe we, we wouldn't even need this runoff election at all. So, you know, we'll investigate that over the first break. If you are in Georgia, if you are in Georgia, don't listen to what everyone's telling you about going to vote. It's not that simple. If you're in Georgia today and you hear people say, don't forget to vote or it's important to vote or Joe Biden was in there yesterday. We got some clips of him as well. They're kind of obnoxious, but we'll play that for you. If you're in Georgia today, it's not just important that you vote. You need to make sure you're voting for the right person. And we'll let you know who who that is uh, in just a minute. Quick break. Quick break. 855-765-1045 if you're trying to get through. 855 765 1045 is our number. We have some clips from President Trump's rally. We have some clips from Joe Biden's parking lot party, which is very exciting. We have, you know, we have some other clips from Fox News from right here in Florida. There's a lot of stuff that we have to cover today. We have very little time to do it. Uh, we're here live with you till noon. This is the Mark K Show special Georgia runoff election edition. Quick break. We'll be right back. Warnock, Ossoff, Ossoff. Man, who? That printer is gonna. That printer has been working overtime. Warnock. There's another one. Ossoff. The, all these ballots uh, being printed live in Georgia right now. You know, they're just in case. They're JIC ballots. They're just. They're just in case ballots. You know, they're hoping that Stacey Abrams was able to uh, manipulate and and buy and finagle enough votes on her own that they don't have to go to the to the uh, to the fake ballots. But you know, the Democrats. They always. They don't want to leave these things up to the voters. They don't trust Americans, or in this case, Georgians, who I guess are also Americans. Uh, they don't trust Georgians to make this decision on their own. They, just like they didn't trust you to decide who was going to be president. They saw the writing on the wall. They saw Donald Trump's popularity. They saw the rallies. And I'm not just talking about the one yesterday in Dalton Drive. I'm talking about all the other ones leading up to the election. They knew what was going to happen. They could not believe. They could not believe. They couldn't believe. That the United States of America, the citizens of this country would choose Donald Trump again. So now, um, they know that Georgians can't be trusted either. And that's why we really need to be, we really need to be on our toes for this election today in Georgia. And if you're in Georgia, you gotta get out and vote. Frank is in Richland, Georgia. Frank, thanks so much for calling the Mark K show. How are you today? Frank's speechless. He's like, he can't believe, he's like, I can't believe I made it on the show. I can't believe I, I can't cut your tongue. Frank, you there? I don't think so. Okay, good. Well, hey, listen. For, oh, hey, hey, hey Frank, Ooh. you there? Can you hear me? <laughs> I'm listening to you, 
on my computer. Oh, yeah. When he paying attention to you talking have, on the telephone. You know what? That's so funny. Hannah and Josh never pay attention either, so you're in great company. <laughs> great company. Uh, Frank, Frank, what's going on? Did you vote today yet? Oh, I voted about three weeks ago. You voted about three. How many times did you vote? Oh, about four. About four. Oh, so you're a Democrat. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I voted once. Okay, great. I'm a straight Republican. All right, perfect. But, uh, you know, the thing that gets me is all these judges and all the Supreme Court, they have just gradually don't want to fool with it because they're scared that they're going to cause the riots and everything. I mean, I just don't understand how, if you know, if you're caught speeding, well, then, you know, you're caught. And if I don't see why they are, they are saying that there's no, evidence whenever it is evidence yeah from what i can understand you know and, frank you are right on the money there you have a lot of people in politics in the judiciary uh who are scared of riots and i'll tell you what if you are a public official and you are scared that something you do or say that is 100 percent constitutional that aligns with the uh, the bill of rights or or you know the the way that our founding fathers put together this country if you believe that doing your duty to this country will cause riots and therefore you don't do your duty because you're scared of the repercussions, then you are in the wrong job. You should go somewhere else. You should go work as a movie theater usher. Wait, the movie theaters are closed. You should go, you know, I don't know, mow lawns or something that's low impact. But leave the governing to people that have backbones. Leave the governing to people that understand that the riots are not your fault. You're, you just got to do what you've been asked to do. Quick break. We got more people lined up in Georgia. We got more people we're going to talk to about voting today. We're going to get you clips from that Trump rally. <laughs> we're going to show you the Biden rally. It's going to it's a very fun and important day in American history today. Thanks for joining us. It's the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045. My name is Mark K, 855-765-1045. If you're trying to get through our special Georgia election runoff edition of the Mark K Show, because today everybody's mind is on Georgia and what and just what the hell is going to happen there. Today. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But control of basically this entire country lies in the hands of uh, of the peach uh, state, peach tree state or peach state. I guess it could be either, right? I mean, it could be either. Because peaches grow on peach trees. Exactly. I don't know. I, I prefer, don't know. I was thinking that same thing. I prefer Goober State. Okay. Used to be called the crack, <laughs> Cracker State, but you can't say that anymore because that's offensive. Appar- mm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but Donald Trump was there yesterday, no matter what you call it. Had a massive rally in Dalton, Georgia, and he pretty much put this entire runoff in perspective. Uh, this is uh, This is what he had to say. It's great to be back in this incredible state, the home of hardworking patriots who believe in God, family, and country. Amen. Tomorrow, each of you is going to vote in one of the most important runoff elections of the history of our country. Frankly, forget about runoff. One of the most important elections, really. It's really not runoff. It's elections because uh, it's a biggie. Our country is... Depending on you, the whole world is watching the people of Georgia tomorrow. 
And you got to swamp them because everything's so crooked. It is, <laughs> you know, he gets right to the Donald Trump has a great way of putting things so that people can really, really understand it. And, he, you know, he was joined. He was joined also by Kelly Leffler because Kelly Leffler is the only Republican um, in, left in Georgia in the good graces of the Trump administration who also doesn't have COVID-19. Uh, David Perdue would have been there, but, you know, he's got to he's got to he's got to be, you know, in his house with his wife and. Can't come out for like 10 days after symptoms subside or whatever it is. Uh, but Kelly Leffler was there. She's still in the Senate. Um, she's still out there fighting. And she announced before the rally that, yes, she will stand up and object to the crooked electors coming out of those swing states on January 6th. She's going to stand up with the other senators and the other brave um, GOP and Congress people who are objecting to the basically, frankly, the illegal and unconstitutional electors that were sent by these states who broke the law when they ran their elections. And there's no I mean, that's the thing you can you can cover it up all you want. You can tell people, oh, we're not going to hear that court case or, oh, you're all just crazy or, oh, the, you know, the, the, the Trump administration, it's just all a bunch of smoke and mirrors. It's all there's no fraud. You can say whatever you want. That's fine. CNN, MSNBC, Washington Post, they can print all the all the phone calls, all the leaked Georgian secretary of state phone calls with Donald Trump yelling about votes. They can do whatever they want. But the fact of the matter is the simple fact of the matter is when you look at the text of the Constitution, what happened in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin and Georgia was illegal. Nobody wants to nobody wants to call it like they see it, though, except for Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is out there with Kelly Leffler and he's telling you people in Georgia. And if you're in Georgia, I hope you're hearing these words. I hope you're hearing what I say. I hope you're hearing what Donald Trump said. He's saying, don't just go out and vote. That's too vague. Go out and vote for Kelly Leffler. And here's why. Kelly is running against a hard left extremist named Raphael Warnock. Warnock is the most radical and dangerous left wing candidate ever to seek this office and certainly in the state of Georgia. And he does not have your values. Warnock is publicly declared his support for socialism. And he once welcomed the anti-American communist dictator Fidel Castro to his church. He wanted him here. He liked Castro. I thought Castro was a nice guy. <laughs> I, love, I love that description. I mean, that's really, I mean, that's really down home. That is one of us speaking to one of us. That's how your friends are. You know what? He thought Castro loved him. Wanted him here. Thought Castro was a good guy. Whoa, whoa. But he's really summing it up. That's why you need Kelly Leffler. Because Raphael Warnock, despite the fact that he's a reverend, despite the fact that he's his dad used to tell him to put on shoes or whatever. I don't know. That's a weird story. Uh, but despite all of that, Raphael Warnock embraces socialism. I don't think his dad ever woke up in the morning and said, put on your shoes. You're going to invite Castro to come speak to your church about how great socialism is today. I don't think that ever happened. Uh, but apparently that's how Raphael Warnock in, interpreted it. And Donald Trump is out there warning everybody in Georgia, you cannot let that person in the Senate. Warnock said that, quote, nobody can serve both God and the military. A vicious smear against thousands of patriotic service members across the state of Georgia. He wants to abolish cash bail. You see how that's working in New York City, right? Not working too well. He has called for, quote, opening up the jails. And he slandered our police officers as gangsters, thugs, and bullies. 
The choice for the voters of Georgia could not be more clear. Yeah, Kelly Leffler over Reverend Raphael Warnock. By the way, does anyone else, whenever they hear Raphael Warnock, just picture like a Harry Potter character? A hundred percent. It just sounds like, I, I imagine Dumbledore going, and now, children, your new defense against the dark arts teacher, Raphael Warnock. And he gets up on it. Every time I see him, I expect him to go, Ten points from Gryffindor, but you know it never, uh, it never happens. Um, but you know that's not the only choice on the ballot. There's David Perdue, David Perdue, who won his election handedly, but because of that weird Georgia law, which by the way, you guys in Georgia should look at fixing this because I think in the rest of the country the winner's the winner. You know, it's this whole fifty percent thing. I don't know, I don't know what you're trying to prove, but here in Florida, for example, if you get more votes than the other guy, you're going to the Senate. And Rick, just as Rick Scott, he only got like a thousand more than the than the old dude uh, who's been around since the the Ford Pinto. But either that's the way, you know, in our state and in other states around the country, it works. But that's OK. You guys do you. You guys do you. So in Georgia, not only do you have to win, but you have to get 50 percent of the vote. David Perdue got forty nine point five percent of the vote. And now he's in a runoff election against a guy named John Ossoff, who ain't even from Georgia. And who is bad, not just for Georgia, but for the United States of America. And if you don't believe me, believe the president of the United States. Ossoff also backed the radical left-wing crusade to defund police. The last summer, he proudly joined the anti-police mob. He didn't like the police. He doesn't like our police. We love our police. (laughs) Slandering our brave men and women in blue. If you vote for John Ossoff, he will attack our heroes, he will destroy our economy, and he will betray you and your family, and it'll happen very quickly. And that is so true. It will happen very quickly. If these two guys get into the Senate, then the betrayal of you and your family and your family values and your rights will happen so quickly. It's going to be fast. It's going to be lightning fast because that will give the Democrats control of every single branch of government, the executive branch, unless, of course, they can stop it tomorrow on January 6th. It will give them the ju- the uh, judicial branch because despite the fact that Donald Trump seated three people on the bench doesn't seem to be helping conservatives out there. You've got John Roberts, the chief justice of the United States, who won't even take cases that are Basically, the Supreme Court's job, I mean, the only if you're a state and you sue another state, the only place you can go is the Supreme Court. And John Roberts was like, nah, no, we're not going to do it. You guys, no, no, you guys fight it out amongst yourselves. And then they're going to have the legislative branch. They barely held on to the Congress, but they held on nonetheless. They're, they barely they barely made any inroads into the Senate. But if they get both of these seats, they will have what they need to just start writing checks that we can't cash two thousand dollar checks to everybody, not just now, but every single month. Lockdowns. Forget about it. You're going to be locked down till you. I mean, we're not locked down in Florida, but if you're in one of those states where you're locked down, your governor's. They're not going to have any reason. You're going to have no recourse to attack your governor or get back to work or any of those things. The Supreme Court, forget about it. Forget about John Roberts. It will def- it will be packed with addition with what four extra judge- justices, all of whom will be selected and 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 approved by the Democrats. So yeah, he's right about that. Everything that this country has offered you, every promise these people have made, you will be betrayed and it will go super fast if Warnock and Ossoff make it into office, which is why it's not just important to go vote. 
Georgia. It's important to vote for the right people. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. We're going to get back to the phones here in just a minute. We have some of Biden's speech, which I think it's important to hear what he's saying, too, because he makes actually some interesting points. And if you listen to him, you'll probably want to be more excited to go out and vote for Kelly Leffler uh, and David Perdue. And then, of course, we've got some Fox News clips. Oh, and Kamala Harris took a took a page from Joe Biden's book by taking a page from someone else's book and claiming that she wrote it. It's really fascinating what's going on. You can't trust any of these people. 855-765-1045. More of that and uh, and some of your phone calls coming up on the Mark K Show. Stay tuned. We're going to continue our mission to save America, and we're going to continue our mission of America first. It's very simple. It's very simple. You put America first, not China, not any of those other places. I 855-765-1045. That was President Donald Trump speaking live in Dalton, Georgia, yesterday at a rally for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. The big runoff election today in Georgia going on right now. Captain Cornbread, by the way, who's watching our YouTube stream live. <laughs> he said in the super chat and he asked, has Fox News called Georgia yet? <laughs> Probably, probably they will here before, definitely before the polls close. Fox News and a Fox News projection. We're ready to declare Georgia for John Ossoff and Reverend Warnock. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Julie in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for calling. Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. What's going on, Julie? What do you want to say? Well, no, I was just saying that, you know, I think it's really important that my generation gets out there and gets their vote in out because I'm like, I'm seeing a lot of people getting discouraged because of what's been going on all over the, all over the United States. And I'm like, I say, look, if you don't take a stand now, you're not going to get that chance. It's so important that people my age get out there and vote. Yeah. They, it is just, it is a God-given right. It is a, not just a right, but also a privilege because we've had men and women serve our country for us to be able to do this. For, that, for us to not stand up to the beast of America, we need to stand and stand united. And I'm not talking about no Democrat thing because I'm a, I'm a straight-up red Republican and I bleed red, white, and blue. Yeah. And I'm tired of... These liberal Democrats, and they're saying that our vote will not count because they think their their stuff don't sink. And I hate to say it, but everybody bleeds that same color. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Julie, listen, no, I, can, I can tell you're passionate. And thank you so much for calling. And you're right. If you're in Georgia today, it is important for you to vote. I know that a lot of you are ticked off. I know a lot of you are ticked off about what happened in the in the general election. I know that you're ticked off about what your what your governor's been doing. Governor Kemp has been, you know, he's been. I mean, look, he's been disgraceful in the way he's done nothing, in the way he's just kind of sat back and said, "Hey, not my job." Talk to the Secretary of the State of State, and then you got the Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who also doesn't really seem to want to do anything at all. You know that if this were that if it were Florida, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to play, I don't want to play my governor's better than your governor, but my governor is way better than your governor. Our governor here in Florida is probably, if not the best governor in the country, easily top three. He, and what he did yesterday with CNN, and we have audio of that, we'll play that back for you here in just a minute. But this COVID response, uh, the lockdowns, the economy, elections, 
You know, we here in Florida, here in Florida, we do our part for the electoral process. We run elections that are fair. We only let the legislature tell us how we're going to run our elections. Uh, we can count the votes. We can do it quickly. We gave this country two conservative, well, two Republican, one conservative senators. We gave them a bunch of representatives, including Matt Gates, the latest conservative superstar. Uh, we, we have Ron DeSantis, who I said, like, is in control of what's happening. And our neighbors to the north in Georgia, again, they, they don't they seem to have they seem to have leadership in there that that has an R next to their name. They claim to be part of the GOP. They claim to be Republican, but they don't really concern themselves with what the Republican Party is trying to do. And more specifically, what the president is trying to do. And that is to make America great again, to make sure that our Constitution is upheld, to make sure that our police officers are safe, to make sure that you have your money and it doesn't just go to the government to spend on whatever they want, to make sure that our borders are secure so that our country doesn't disappear or is terrorized by people who are coming over illegally to do terrible, horrible, no good, very bad things. That's what the president wants. That's what a lot of Republicans want in Georgia it seems like, you know, the Republicans there, they just want to take it easy for a while. They, you know, they got elected. Now they're going to let back. They sit back and let, let everyone else do everything. 855-765-1045. Joe Biden was in Georgia yesterday, too. We'll play you his speech here in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's next. We appreciate you being here today. Thanks so much for joining us. By the way, not only today are we uh, here in Jacksonville on WOKV 104.5, but we're also on WDBO in Orlando, Florida today. We love WDBO in Orlando, Florida. We're also uh, hanging out with our friends at WHIO in Dayton, Ohio, and uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma on KRMG. Thanks to all of those stations uh, in the Cox Media Network for for, uh, letting us join you today on what's a really exciting day. It is Georgia Day. It's, uh, you know, here in Jacksonville, we always host the Georgia-Florida game, which is very important. But this is just like the Georgia-Georgia game. This is like this is like Georgia versus socialism because you got two people in Georgia that want to be senator and you got two people in Georgia that don't want them to be senator and they're duking it out and we're going to see who wins uh, in the end. And, and it's tricky because it's not like a Florida runoff or a Texas runoff or even a New York or a California runoff where, let's be honest, we don't really have any questions about the voting systems and the machines and the counting and the processes and the certification and the people in charge of those elections. Those ones seem to be uh, pretty straightforward. But in Georgia, we do have a lot of questions about all those things. And um, and so D- uh, Donald Trump, the president, was out there yesterday trying to rally the troops and make sure that everybody knew how important it was to vote. And and Joe Biden was also in Georgia yesterday trying to rally the troops to get them to realize how important it is to vote. And while Donald Trump was speaking to a crowd of hundreds of thousands, uh, Joe Biden chose a much more intimate venue. Of about 25 cars and maybe two or 300 people, uh, many of whom I believe were just volunteers that Stacey Abrams called up and was like, y'all got to get down here. See, Biden, I know, I know, but we, we can't have nobody here. And uh, and so they sat there and they cheered and yelled for the former vice president. Here's what he said. Listen to this, because this is this is basically this is basically how it works when you're a Democrat and you're and you're trying to drum up support. You always go back to basics. And here's what Joe Biden said, basically, about this election yesterday. Because their election will put an end 
to the block in Washington, that $2,000 stimulus check. That money that will go out the door immediately. Tell people who are in real trouble. Yeah. Think about what will mean to your lives. Think about what will mean to your lives. If you vote for John and the Reverend, then they will send you money. Lickety split. If you vote for John and the Reverend, that $2,000 stimulus check, that'll be on the way to you. Basically, it's Joe Biden saying, if you vote the way we want you to vote, if you vote for the Democrats, we'll give you $2,000. It's an old trick, but one that's worked very well for them. Barack Obama did it with cell phones. Uh, you know, in, in Minneapolis, they did it with actual cash. You vote the way that we want you to vote, we'll give you 50 bucks. Project Veritas will tell you all about it. And that's their that's their number one priority. We How do we get people to vote for us? We can't tell them what our agenda is. They'll, they'll run us out of town on a rail. We can't tell them that we want to we want to turn this country into the next China. We can't tell them we want to open the borders or defund the police. Let's just throw money at them. Two thousand dollars. Vote for Warnock. Vote for John and the Reverend. We'll give you two thousand dollars. That's a thousand dollars each. That's basically what he did. And then he started to talk more about uh, the money and the gridlock and how the country would just be opened up for all. Every all their wishes could come true. On the environment and so many important things. Yeah, so many on the environment, on justice, on jobs. We'll be able to make progress, which is the root word, uh, or which is the root of the word progressive. We'll be able to make progress on everything we want to do, and we won't have to argue. We won't have to negotiate, as AOC likes to say. As Chuck Schumer, Schumer told everybody, first we take over Georgia, then we change the world. I mean, this is basically what Joe Biden's saying. Joe Biden's out there saying, look. I don't have the energy to fight. I can barely stand here without having to go to the bathroom. So if you could just vote for John and the Reverend, then I could go back to Washington and not have to worry about a thing. Pelosi and Schumer, they'll just pass whatever they want, and I'll just have to sign it. That's it. Please make my job easier. I don't want to argue. I don't want to govern. I don't want to negotiate with Republicans. Forget the Republicans. We'll just, we're just going to take over everything. And that, that is Joe Biden's idea of basically working together by working to, by, by basically removing one side of the equation, by removing any and all objection to any and all agenda item that they want to put forward, no matter how radical it is, he feels, he feels like that's the way that this country is supposed to work. And we'll get it done by electing John and the Reverend to be voting to get this state and local government funding and money they need. Anybody else think that he has no idea what Reverend uh, Raphael Warnock's name is? He just, he just keeps saying John and the Reverend. Well, vote for John and the Reverend. I don't think he knows his name because every time he refers to him as John and the Reverend, I don't think Joe Biden has any idea who he's up there promoting, who he's up there promoting, but he's up there promoting it. And not only is he promoting John and the Reverend, but he's telling everybody how bad Kelly Leffler and, and uh, David Perdue are. Now think they don't work for you. They work for Trump. I mean, think about it. You have two senators who think their loyalty is to Trump, not to Georgia. You have two senators who think they've sworn an oath to Donald Trump, not to the United States Constitution. I'll tell you what, Donald Trump has also sworn an oath to the United States Constitution. John, uh, Donald Trump has sworn an oath to the United States of America. And in fact, Donald Trump, his agenda is more pro-American than any agenda put forth by any uh, president of any party 
really in the last 100 years. Donald Trump has worked for more uh, freedom, for more liberty, for fewer taxes. Donald Trump has protected the First Amendment more than any president in history. The Second Amendment, he has worked for black Americans and white Americans. He has worked for uh, criminal justice reform. He has worked to reform health care. Donald Trump has done you know, tax cuts, which have improved small business. He has inspired small business or large businesses and corporations to bring money back to the United States of America. And he has kept companies from leaving in the first place. Donald Trump is pro-America. So, yeah, if Kelly Leffler and David Perdue have sworn an oath to Donald Trump, they're swearing an oath to work to better America, to make America great again. In Joe Biden's uh, mind, though, that's bad. In Joe Biden's mind, that's bad. Um, so, But he does still want people to go out and vote. And you can tell because that's how he ends his speech. America is and must continue to be a beacon of light, liberty, democracy, and unity. That's who we are. That's the United States of America. Vote, vote, vote. Vote. Yeah, vote, vote, vote. That's you can tell he's talking to Democrats because he's telling him, don't just vote. You have to vote four times when you're a Democrat. You're badly vote, 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 vote. That's four times we need you to vote because we're not going to we're not going to be able to win otherwise. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four. There we vote. OK, after I'm done. Go vote again because we need we need all. But don't worry if you don't, because like I said, we got some we got the backup ballots printing. We got the backup. ballots. They're almost ready to go. We got the trucks fired up. We're ready to we'd like you to do it for us. But if you can't get it done, we'll get it done on our own. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. It's a busy day in Georgia. It's a busy day all over the country. Well, the rest of us are just sitting around talking about Georgia. But in Georgia, hopefully you're out there doing the hard work. And if you're not in Georgia, but you know someone who is, call them, text them, pester them argue with them if they're thinking they want to stay home because they don't trust the election system tell them look you can distrust the election system all you want but on the odd case on the odd chance that they actually fixed it on the odd chance that the democrats aren't trying to 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 swipe this election from the hands of um of of the republicans once again on the odd chance that they don't get away with it every vote matters so get out there and vote. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got more of your phone calls coming in. We got some open mic messages as well. And uh, more of the Mark K Show. It's next. Stay tuned. That's Joe Biden's message to Democrats in Georgia. Vote. Vote. Vote, vote. That's four times he needs you to do it. 855-765-1045. Let's go to Ronnie quickly. Ronnie's been waiting very patiently. He's in Strawberry Plains, Tennessee. Uh, Ronnie, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. How are you doing today, sir? Ronnie? Maybe he's not in Strawberry Plains, Tennessee. Ronnie, you there? Maybe he's maybe he's like maybe he's like I've been holding for a damn hour. I'm going I'm going back to Strawberry Play. Anyway, thanks so much for uh, thanks so much for the call. And you know what? Why don't we go to uh, Ken in North Carolina? Hi, Ken. How are you? Uh, morning, Mark. Hey, thanks for calling, Ken. What did you want to say today, sir? Uh, question: We're all wondering who's been compromised on in each party. Mm. And then the thing that sort of stands out is here we have a Supreme Court judge that's walking around with a big old shiner on his on his eye. Well, has he been compromised? Did he have a midnight visitor that? 
so-called or pumped him up to change his mind on making the right decision. You know, there's a lot of rumors floating around about John Roberts, which I won't get into because I don't know if any of them are true, but I sure hope they are because it would it's the only thing that it's the only thing that would explain why he's been doing what he's been doing or more importantly not been doing uh, what he's doing and that is working for the people because look, you know, Josh Hawley, in fact, Josh Hawley was on uh, was on Fox News with Brett Baer the other day and Brett Baer I did not know this about Brett Baer but Brett Baer apparently is a fortune teller Brett Baer from Fox News this guy I didn't know it he has the special superpower of being able to tell the future he had Josh Hawley from Missouri who was the first senator to come out and say I will object to these illegal electors on January 6th he had him on uh, for an interview and here's what Brett Baer uh, had to say to Josh Hawley are you trying to say that as of January 20th that President Trump will be president well, Brett, that, that depends on what happens on Wednesday. I mean, this is why we have the debate. No, it this doesn't. I mean, the states the by the Constitution say they certify the election. They did certify it. By the Constitution, Congress doesn't have the right to overturn the certification, at least as most experts read it. All right, so Brett Baer saying, no, it's not, nothing's going to happen on Wednesday that's going to stop Joe Biden from becoming president, even if there's objections. Even if, He knows how the objections are going to go, and Brett Baer can look into the future and see how the vote's going. Well, Josh Hawley is saying that's not, that's not exactly how it goes. I have the ability to get up there and object. In fact, that's the only thing I can the do. The statute that says that governs what Congress does on January the 6th, and it says that we have a vote of certification and that we have to we have the opportunity to debate the results to certify the results we count them and then we certify and my point is this is my only opportunity during this process to raise an objection and to be heard i don't have standing to file lawsuits i'm not a prosecutor anymore i used to be but i'm not anymore i, I can't investigate claims of voter fraud on my own but i do have a responsibility in this joint session of congress to either say i've got no problem with it or i do have a problem with it and my my constituents expect right, but don't me you and have a responsibility right to, to your constituents? Don't you have a responsibility to tell them that it's not going to be President Trump as of January 21st as well? Oh, look at that. So now Brett Bayer is saying, telling Josh Hawley not only what's going to happen on Wednesday, January 6th in the halls of Congress, and not only is he telling him what's going to happen, but he's now telling him what his responsibility is. Isn't it your responsibility to tell your constituents to just suck it up, stop fighting, because Joe Biden is going to be president, Donald Trump has lost, whereas when you look at the state of Missouri, 57% of the vote, one point, almost 2 million voters voted for Donald Trump. Two of the counties went blue. Every other county in Missouri went red. And here's Brett Bayer from Fox News telling Josh Hawley what his job is, what his responsibility who, to his constituents who wanted Donald Trump to remain president and want Josh Hawley to fight for Donald Trump to remain president. He's telling him, you have a responsibility to tell the Republicans in Missouri to just go away and be quiet. It's Joe Biden's time. Thanks, Brett Bayer. Can you tell me what I'm getting for my birthday, too? Can you tell me if I'm going to get a raise next year? I'd appreciate that. 855-765-1045. Can you tell us what your ratings are going to be next quarter? Because I guarantee they're probably not going to be as good. I wouldn't put, I wouldn't make any large purchases if I were you, Brett Bayer. 855-765-1045. More of the Marquee Show coming up right after this.
1045 Thanks again for watching. Uh, if you're watching online, we were on, um, what are we on? Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. We're basically everywhere. You can't, you can't get rid of us. You can try. You can be like, oh, this YouTube's annoying. Let me go on Facebook. Oh, there he is again. 855-765-1045. And today's the big day. It's all about Georgia. Today, all about Georgia. Everyone's talking about Georgia today. And then, of course, tomorrow. Now, here's the thing. What happens today in Georgia makes what happens in Washington, D.C. on January 6th that much more important. Because if for some reason Georgia voters you know, fail to keep the uh, the Republican control of the Senate and they hand over the entire government, not just the Senate, but the entire government to the Democrats, then really the fight on January 6th becomes more and more important, despite the fact that Brett Bayer from Fox News already knows what's going to happen um, and is urging senators and congresspeople to just give it up, go home and explain to their constituents that they're not fighters, they're just losers. Uh, that's, what, that's the message from Fox News today. Let's go to thomas who's in kingsland georgia hi thomas how are you i'm great oh good thanks so much for calling the Marque show thomas did you vote today no i voted back on the 14th because i knew uh you had to get the vote in there uh real quick yeah all right so you got the early vote in oh yeah all right perfect now if i remember correctly during the election the uh during the the general election they started with the day of vote and the early vote and then they counted all of the mail-in votes later. Is that right? I'm not 100% sure uh, when they started the mail-in votes, okay. but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably going to be the case. So we're going to probably have to stay up late again and make sure that the returns we get at the beginning of the night, which probably will be a landslide for Purdue and Leffler, because, again, the Republicans go out today. The Republicans are the one that march into the polls the day of. The Republicans will go early, as we've heard from a lot of them. Uh, but it's those mail-in ballots that um, that come in in the middle of the night after the wall. Water main breaks. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Ben in North Carolina. Hi, Ben. Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, hello, Mark. Uh, Long-time follower, listener, uh, first-time caller. Oh, we appreciate all that. Thanks so much for calling, finally. Uh, what's going on? What do you want to say? Hey, look, I'm probably the only Pacific Islander follower of Trump, and uh, thank you so much for a great show, and not only a great show for information, but also a, a great uh, entertainment. Uh, look, I just want to point out um, yeah. how pathetic and and sad uh, these Democrats are trying to carry on their act. It's it's just kind of sometimes hurt and embarrassing. How so? What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean it's hurtful and embarrassing with the act that they're putting on? I mean, Joe appointing all his cabinet members and stuff, knowing deeply inside that he cheated and he lied, and carrying on a, a just, you know, I've never wavered. Yeah. I've never put down my flags and my, my yard signs. I've always known that Trump won, yeah. and he's going to be the next president for the next four years. But just to see Joe carrying on with his appointment and stuff, it's just like, uh, does this man even have a soul? Listen, Ben, there's there's a lot of problems with not just Joe Biden, but the Democrats. Uh, and thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. The Democrats have a real problem with the truth. Um, you know, and, and like you said, it is it is all an act. What they'll tell you when they're campaigning, what they'll tell you they're going to do for America, what they care about. They'll tell you they'll talk all about democracy and the United States of America. I mean, listen, listen once again to Joe Biden yesterday. Joe Biden yesterday was talking about um, saving our democracy. Listen to this. America is and must continue to be a beacon of light, liberty, and democracy, and unity. 
That's who we are. Okay, that's who we are. Light, liberty, and democracy. But then, just moments before, he was talking about running a dictatorship where we, you know, we need Democrats in the Senate so we can stop the gridlock, which means we can just do whatever we, we can rule with an iron fist. John and the Reverend will be sending a powerful message to Congress and to the country that it's time for this nation. For God's sake, to finally come together. Yeah, by coming together, he means getting rid of the Republican Party. The Democrats' idea of coming together is squashing any and all uh, contrary opinion by, by destroying anybody who dares speak against them. If he really were excited about democracy, he wouldn't care who was in the Senate because he would have faith in the democratic process. And he would say, you know what, you go out there and you pick who's best for Georgia. But he's not doing that. He's saying, you know what? You go out there and pick who's best for the Democrats so that we can push through our agenda and not have to worry about these pesky Republicans stopping us or voting against. God, it's so annoying. It, the most annoying thing in the world is when Nancy Pelosi and her her band of idiots in the House of Representatives come up with a great idea to steal your money and your liberty. And then the, then the Republicans, either in the White House or the, the Senate or both, just put an end to it. God, that's so annoying. We got to stop that. We got to stop that. Hey, thanks so much for your call. Oh, speaking, by the way, of telling lies, did you hear about Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris in October, Elle magazine, they did a big story on her about how she was going to be the next vice president. They were so excited. And they asked her uh, a question about, you know, when she knew she loved America or something. Anyway, there's this excerpt that's been making the rounds from Elle magazine back in October. I'm going to read it to you. Um, it says Senator Kamala Harris started her life's work young. She laughs from her gut the way you would with a family as she remembers being wheeled through an Oakland, California civil rights march in a stroller with no straps with her parents and her uncle. At some point, she fell from the stroller and the adults caught up in the rapture of protest just kept on marching. By the time they noticed little Kamala was gone and doubled back, she was understandably upset. My mother tells the story about how I'm fussing, Harris says, and she's like, baby, what do you want? What do you need? And I just looked at her and I said, freedom. And I'm not mispronouncing that on purpose. It's actually spelled out F-W-E-E-D-O-M. So little Kamala Harris, senator from California, many believe soon to be the first female vice president of the United States of America when she was a little baby, fell out of her strapless stroller, which I don't know why her parents were paying more attention, at a civil rights march. And when her mother found her, she was crying. She said, baby, what do you need? And she said, freedom, freedom. And that's a great story. It's a it's a really stirring and emotional story. And it's it's a fantastic story that really doesn't even belong to Kamala Harris because the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. back in 1965 in an interview with Playboy magazine told the exact same story. I will never forget a moment in Birmingham when a white policeman accosted a little Negro girl, seven or eight years old, who was walking in a demonstration with her mother. What do you want? The policeman asked her gruffly, and the little girl looked him straight in the eye and answered, quote, feed him. She couldn't even pronounce it, but she knew it was beautiful. So Martin Luther King in Playboy magazine in, in 1965 said that little girl wanted freedom. 
Kamala Harris in Elle magazine in 2020 claims to be that little girl. But instead of feed him, she wanted feed him. So who are you going to believe? 855-765-1045. Quick break, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get a couple more of your phone calls. Uh, Joe, Stephen, Arthur, Victoria, everybody, hang tight. We're going to try to get to as many of you as we can here in just a second. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show. Um, uh, we'll be right back. Facebook stream. Hey, how do we know? How do we know that Kamala Harris, who claims she's the little girl who fell out of her stroller, and when her mama said, "Why are you fussing?" she said, "What do you What do you want, baby?" She said, "Freedom." How do we know that she wasn't the same girl in Birmingham, Alabama, that Martin Luther King spoke about, who said she wanted freedom? There's a, that's a great question. Well, we did a little research, which is totally uncharacteristic of us, and we found out that the Kamala that Kamala Harris was born in October of 1964. And this article was published in January of 1965. So even if Martin Luther King Jr. went to a rally uh, in Birmingham the same day that he gave this interview, if that story happened the same day, Kamala Harris would have been two and a half months old. And most babies don't even most babies don't walk and talk. I mean, they don't talk until at least a year. So unless Kamala Harris was like a super baby and she was talking and walking at age two months, then probably it wasn't her. So and, and again, maybe she didn't lie. Maybe her mother read this article in Playboy magazine, thought it was a maybe her mom read Playboy. <laughs> you know why? We're not here to judge. We're not here to judge. But maybe Kamala Harris's mother read Playboy magazine and then later on lifted that and told Kamala that story. Much like parents tell their their parents tell their kids stories all the time. You know, they're totally not true. Uh you know, like my 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 kids think I work for a bank. You know, because I don't want to, I'm, I'm ashamed to tell them what I actually, that I don't actually work for a living. 855-765-104. I was going to Joe in New Hampshire, live free or die. How you doing, Joe? Uh, hello, sir. Uh, how are you today? Oh, I'm great, Joe. What's up, man? What do you want to say? Um, since you're a Trump supporter, I just had a quick question to ask. Uh, I'm not trying to be frosty or anything, uh, but uh, Donald Trump has committed gen uh, genocide against us. And he committed oh, premeditated murder. Hold on, which which race did Donald Trump wipe out? Uh, it's it's also can be a people from a particular nation. Oh, so which or nation? Ethnic group. Which nation did America. he wipe out? He wiped out America. Three hundred and forty thousand people that he deliberately killed. He deliberately he lied killed. About it. Forty times. Joe, lied about it. Hold on a second, times. Joe. You've you've lied and to me. It, you've lied to me forty times already on this phone call. You lied to me and said I don't want to sound frosty, but you sound about as cold as a person I've ever met in my my entire life. Also, go back to your dictionary that you're reading out of and reread the definition of genocide because Donald Trump has not ki killed anybody. It's the Chinese virus. It's the Wuhan flu. It didn't come from a laboratory in the White House. It didn't come from Trump Tower. And Donald Trump has been the 
only person working diligently to come up with a vaccine to stop this virus from killing innocent Americans. And in fact, if you think about it, Joe from New Hampshire, who doesn't want to be frosty, but really is, uh, genocide is when somebody targets, yes, an ethnic group, a group of uh, from a certain nation or a group of individuals with the same religious or ideological belief. And Donald Trump has done the opposite. He's been trying to save Americans from the time back in January when he closed the border with China and when everyone else called him a racist to the time he started Operation Warp Speed and created not one, not two, but three, three vaccines before the end of 2020 when medical experts, including Dr. Fauci, said it wouldn't be possible for several years. It would be a medical miracle if Donald Trump were able to do that. It would be a medical miracle. And if he did it, it would not be the kind it would not be safe. We would not recommend taking it. Yet what was happening at the end of 2020? All of those people that said Donald Trump's virus or Donald Trump's vaccine was unsafe were lining up, man, to get those pricks in their arms. They were lining up because they wanted to get injected with Donald Trump's uh, Wuhan juice so that they could be safe. They believed in Operation Warp Speed all of a sudden. And it, it was a was it a medical miracle? Obviously, Donald Trump is not a genocidal maniac, Joe. Donald Trump is is basically a miracle worker. If you want to look at these definitions that you're throwing out there. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. Eight five five when does school when does school start again in New Hampshire? This is this is what happens when your kids are on lockdown. <laughs> they they don't get the proper education that they need and they sit around calling radio shows every single day. Open up that state. Come on, live free or die. Get Joe back in school where he can learn something. 855-765-1045. Listen, we got to get out of here. We will be back tomorrow, not just here on WOKV, but also in Orlando on WDBO, in Dayton, Ohio on WHIO, and in Tulsa on KRMG, unless, of course, we've said something to offend any of those people today, in which case we won't. But uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m., we'll know the results knock on wood, hopefully, of tonight's election, and we will prepare for one of the most decisive days in American history, January 6th, 2021. What's going to happen? Nobody knows. So we'll all find out together. Have a great day. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, whatever show airs on whatever station you're listening to is all coming up next. See ya.